I'm Carolyn Holzman, and this is Confessions of an SEO. These are my experiences in SEO, both as an SEO and an SEO tester. I watch Google's feet, and I watch their feet through testing. And I assure you that when we don't get the results necessarily we always want, it's not always that we're not doing it right. Sometimes Google breaks. So if you're an independent or agency SEO, I get you. Uh, if you're a business owner or stakeholder trying to manage a team or deal with an agency, I was a local business owner for a long time, and I understand the sense of questioning to understand better. My advice, please stay receptive and understand that even if you're really, really smart, you're still not an SEO because nothing replaces the experience and expertise of your SEO team. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 10 of Confessions of an SEO. Hey, did you hear about the latest announced Google update? because they did announce one. And they updated the page where they list all of their updates with dates. Now, most every SEO has, well, on a good day, a sardonic outlook on updates. Like, oh great, another one. I happen to get very excited because I have a pretty good set of data now. The indexation research project by basically taking measurements every day, um, I can look back through that data and look at previous updates and review any similarities between events, you know, with an eye to, can we possibly recognize an update before it starts? Now, Wednesday morning's crawl or no crawl report, uh, in addition to saying that we saw a new mobile Google bot in there, um, I noted in the server logs that I was examining, and these are not just the ones for my specific test sites, but I have other access to others where it's, it's like real live sites. And um, what I saw in there was lots of full refresh rendering going on. What is that, you ask? Well, refresh rendering is when a Google bot or Bing bot for that matter, but a search engine bot comes to see your page a lot of our content is, are on websites has more than just the words on the page. There's a lot of scripts. There's maybe pictures, things like that. Um, and so all of those things have to be crawled in order for Google to be able to recreate our page on their site, basically. And so when they, they first discover a page, they'll do a full render. But then, you know, as time goes by, you know, Google might only occasionally send a bot to pull the HTML of the page and not necessarily any scripts. So, but in this case, it was very interesting how much full rendering they were doing. And in this case, it was a re-rendering, re, re right? It wasn't the first time. And so when I saw all of that, that led into um, what I mentioned in the crawl, crawl, no crawl report was I thought we might see some volatility in the SEO weather tools shortly. Because when you see all of that, you kind of know something's going on. Now, I did not know that within an hour of publishing that particular report on YouTube, by the way, if you're not a subscriber, please, please do. Um, Google updated the update page where they announced that they just launched a brand new core update. Now I'll put the link in the description, but it's on the developers.google.com. 
And, you know, we just had a products review update in February. So I thought it might be kind of fun. We could kind of go on a little trip and look back at that update and then look at this update and see if there were any similarities in terms of what happened in the server logs to maybe help us maybe identify a little more when an update might be coming. Now, last month, um, before the update that was announced on February 21st, they also introduced a new mobile Googlebot. Hey, that's one thing they have in common. So with the new bot on March 14th, which was when, uh, Tuesday, I guess, um, so we've got this, this thing, and then they announced on the 15th. So, so two updates, both a new Google bot, mobile bot, was introduced before the announcement. Okay, so that's one thing. Now, looking at this data, what else do I see? And at the products review update, the announcement coincided with a Search Console page report update. And guess what? This week, a Search Console page report was updated late on March 14th, prior to the March 15th announcement. Now, what I find interesting in what was present on, on this week's logs that was not in the server logs prior to the product review update is that for three days, March 11th, 12th, and 13th, and I'm, I'm looking at a full collection of server logs and then counting just how many how many Google bots are in there. I didn't uh, I didn't sort them out. You know, it didn't matter whether they were mobile or desktop or Chrome or no Chrome. I just wanted to know if they came from a Google IP. Um, how many were there? And what was interesting is that on those three days, there were twice as many bots as normal. Now, normal, I'm looking at let's say Friday, March 10th, and Tuesday, March, 4, uh, March 14th, they were almost identical in these particular server logs, the amount, and it was, it was about half of what I saw on a daily basis between March 11th through the 13th. The 10th and the 14th kind of stood out like little bookends with a high bot volume on the days in between them. What was Google doing? on the 11th through the 13th to all the sites that I had access to. Well, I can tell you, they were reading sitemaps, robots, text files, and that, that's like the who and the where on our site through non-SEOs. Those are separate files that kind of say, um, here's where all our pages are, and then that would be the sitemap. And then the robots text file says, and these are the ones I don't want you to index or, or put in the index where people can see them publicly. So it kind of lets Google know, like, can we index this page? Those files, sitemap, robots text files, and then they were render crawling like their lives depended on it. What if, and, and humor me here, you know, we know there's a curtain between our search console and what Google manages on the other side of that curtain. Because that explains why there's a two-day delay in reporting. So, you know, we never have real-time analytics or, search, uh, or data in Search Console. It's always a couple of days gap between where we are and, and where that data is. 
here's, here's where I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat. What if they already ran the algorithm? All right, I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay, so what if they recrawl large portions of the internet? Not all of it at the same time, but like a large portion in chunks. And then they take that particular chunk behind the curtain and they run the algorithm through that section of this freshly crawled and updated rendering content. And this is what they use to make, going to go technical here, protocol buffers. Now these are their documents. I've never seen one, but the, the podcast that the Google engineers talk about it where they convert all of our content, all of our website pages, and they convert all of it, no matter what, if it's a PDF or, or Word on the page or it's in JavaScript, they convert it all to HTML. And, and by the time, let's say they, they've got all this stuff, and then they run the algorithm over it, and then so by the time they announce the update, it's possible it's already been run on certain segments of, of the internet. And the two weeks that they say it takes time for the entire thing to run, what if that's the time for them to get through all the segments of their web servers that contain all that recrawled rendered content and pass them back through the serving filter? You know, making sure that only there's two results uh, on a page for the same domain or any syndication filters, you know, they, they filter that out and anything they filter out that we might not know yet, you know, to recrawl and rescore a hundred percent of what's on their side of the curtain that we cannot see. You know, you think about it, it's, it's warts and all right. Nothing filtered. It would make sense that it's done in batches. You know, even with their computational power, Google may not want to stop everything it's doing and, and kind of like recrawl and reprocess everything in, in real time. How does all this information help you? The SEO, the business owner who's trying to run their business and be an SEO at the same time. Well, I would say, based on everything I just said, um, whatever you're doing, stop tweaking your existing content and move into new content that's never been published before because really, what have you got to lose? Now, here's where I'm going to show a little bias. I hope that everyone has a Quora report for their main pages, even if you don't use Quora. You know, to have a measurement of all the things on your page prior to an update could prove very useful. You know, just like how people bank blood for an upcoming operation just in case they need it. How useful would it be to have a pre-update measurement and a post-update measurement of your actual page. Now, there's no value to you to take measurements when an update is rolling, right? You, you understand that. They, they can be um, pretty sure once Google puts in a date to the end of that update that it's actually ended. Now, I know it actually ends prior to the date they announce it, but you know, you can rely on that public announcement that they're done as it's really done. So once any said update is complete, then you take a new measurement and you compare. I know that sounds very simplistic, but a lot of times that's what the really, really smart SEOs, and there's some, I mean, I'm going to say rocket scientists in there, um, but that's pretty much 
what it's doing. And I know it sounds simplistic, but how else would you do it? Google's not going to send you a letter and say, here's what we, we value now and we didn't value it as much before. So since your page has this, you didn't get as much credit for it this time around, right? That just doesn't happen. And unfortunately, there's no way to retroactively take measurements. You know, you can only take a measurement on a particular day. So even as I suggest this, this isn't something to help you with this particular update, right? It's too late. <laughs> Whatever is going to happen on this is going to happen on this. And um, we're not going, you know, I'm, I, I know I'm going to have stuff that's going to help me because I take constant measurements. But, you know, I thought it would be a really cool service to offer. You know, if you say, like, give us your main keyword and the URLs on your site, uh, you know, like this URL for, for this keyword. Uh, and even if it costs a business, let's say $100 to have a couple of reports run and then bank them after an update in advance of the next one. Now, as I think about it, even if you didn't use Quora. And I'm suggesting this, not that everybody's got to stop what they're doing and learn Quora. No, you just want to be able to have the ability to run a report. And those are super easy. Ted will train you how to run a report. That's all you want to do. Um, but depending on the business, for some, it might be worth the monthly subscription to have Quora to learn how to run a report so you can do it for all of your keywords and all of those pages you want to rank that, you know, and again, it's one keyword per page. That's how you run a report. And then let's say you, maybe you have, you know, for the average business, maybe it's a handful of pages, let's say 10 pages. So even if you had that, just you would bank them in a folder on a Google drive. And, and then when an update runs, if you feel you got hit, you know, after the update is over, not before, not during, because you can't trust the readings you get from a core report or any measurement from any software tool during an update. It'll tell you only it's a snapshot for that time, but you don't know that everything's not in flux during an update, right? Even if your site has been crawled and measured and you're re-scored, re other people may not. So you're, gonna, you're not going to get the information that you need. So anyway, after the all the updates run, then you run another set of files. Now you've got two sets of files, one before the update and one after the update. And maybe you take it to someone who uses Quora. And first off, determine, ask them to help you determine if you got hit or if a competitor just had stronger SEO or maybe half of your backlinks disappeared. But if you were hit, you can compare what changed in the update by having the before and after and develop a recovery strategy based on actual mm -hmm, data. Wouldn't that be easier than asking, without offering any data details, asking a thousand other SEOs what they think you should do and getting a thousand different opinions because you didn't offer them any data on their site and they don't have any data on your site either. And as I put this together, I wondered, you know, like a lot of times I come up with all these great ideas, oh, you know, but I also feel responsibility to help. Sorry. So what if 
what if I could? So came up with this idea. Hear me out. If you would like to explore that for your site, you know, like have a proactive run report, core report for, let's say, your main page, your most valuable page. Because I'm thinking like if if the first five people go to AmericanWayMedia.com and use the contact form, send me one keyword and one page on your site. And the reason, I, I mean, I really want you to pick your high value page, right? The one that if it went to page four, you'd have to change your summer plans. Now, it's a one-page limit because I'm not charging anybody for this, and I'm only doing five. So the first five listeners that ask me nicely and use that form so I can keep track of your contact email so I can send the core report to you. Um, I will wait until after the update is declared officially over, and then I'll run them. Now, again, you don't have to have Cora, but if you're an SEO for more than a minute and you have a couple of clients, I would urge you to consider getting it. It might take some time to get up to speed because there is rich data that is crammed into each tab in that spreadsheet. Oh, sure. I remember the first time I saw a Cora report. I nearly fainted. Now, I actually reached out to Ted <laughs> afterwards. And, and uh, he kind of walked me through it. But there are people that could help you interpret it. You could, if you wanted to, like really knock out your clients or your prospects. Run a core report, print it out, and put it in a notebook. I know SEOs that do that just to demonstrate the amount of data that guides their SEO strategy. And it converts a lot of people. I mean, I think this is an excellent plan. But anyway, um, it's not, you know, what you're saying is it's not what I think your page needs. It's what your page is demonstrably deficient of. That's what that report shows you. And you could, because we all have experience doing this, we could estimate how much in terms of, of time and money to fill in the gaps. Now, if you wondered if you ever got anything useful out of the least SEO, SEO podcast on the planet in the world. Now you can. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I've, I've experienced SEO success prior to Quora, but what I love is the repeatability and predictive nature of the SEO I do now. And honestly, Quora plays no small part in that. So if I can help you bank something that could really help you in the future, I am happy to do so. All right, that's it for today. Um, thank you for being a listener. Please come back and bring a friend. If you have five minutes, check out Crawl or No Crawl on YouTube. They are short videos with the updates, the ongoing indexation research, specifically focusing on the desktop primary crawler test sites at the moment. Special thanks to the supporters of Confessions. It's been my pleasure to be with you, and I'll see you in the service. Thank you.